0: And, uh, and talk about believing. Um, you know, we are in a uh, time in uh, Christian where we're being tried of our faith, the faith that we have in God, and then we're tried with the faith that we need things from God. And being tried and going through this trial we often find that it seems sometimes that our well has gone dry. And um, I shared this on, I believe it was on Monday night, about, um, amen, about distractions. And now I want to, to bring this together as we conclude this week. Uh, I want to bring this together. We spoke about distractions, and I mentioned a little bit about Abraham. But I want to bring together about belief, because after you recognize what comes to distract you, you have to get in the place to believe, because part of distractions is also uh, what detours us from our belief and I'm not talking about just your belief in knowing he is God your confession unto salvation but I'm talking about what we believe in as far as that which is manifested and so a scripture that is often um connected to the faith movement the word of faith movement Kenneth Hagin Kenneth Copeland um and those alike uh Mark 11 chapter 22 through 24, Um, Mark 11, verses 22 through 24. And Jesus answering saith unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea. And shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Now, I'm going to take a moment to dissect um, the man Abraham in the area of belief. But I also believe that when we talk about one who was a man of faith, we also need to speak of those who wavered in that faith so that there is a comparison. Now, often we use Thomas as, and we call him, Doubting Thomas. Now, when we really look at the situation with Thomas, you will find that Thomas spent his time with Christ. So we are, it would be hard for anyone that has sat around someone for any number of years and learned and was that was their tutor, make sure everybody in line is muted, and that they were your tutors and that you learned, and then in the midst of that, they would um, eventually leave and then come back and say, I'm I'm coming back. So in the midst of that, we'll recognize that we have a a direction here. And um, we have a direction here. And so we're going to talk about Abraham because we know that Thomas, Uh, was one that um, doubted, but let's talk about Abraham, and let's go from there. Just give me a moment. All right, I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> um, so uh, we're going to be talking about um, about Abraham, and um, and this is interesting. We're talking about distractions. Because he's, he's distracting me. Um, so we are going to talk about Abraham. So we read the scripture, Mark 11, verse 22 to 24, and then now we're going to talk about the belief that made up this whole belief that Abraham had and really what it was that it entailed. The first thing was um, you have to have God's word. We got to get back to the basic. You have to have God's word, okay? So God's word, and this is very important. I want you to hear this. There is the rhema word, which is the spoken word. It's revelatory. Then it is the logos word. And I love explaining this because logos is the word where we get logo. It is the written word. So sometimes God's going to give you a word because I think that we've been taught so long that if God speaks to us, that somehow if it comes outside and it's not in here, if it's not in the Bible, word of God is out there. And I that that cannot be proven. That's teaching. That's tradition. That cannot be proven that. You, that God can't speak outside of this. That's why we have the rhema word. That's why we have the logos, which is written for us. But God speaks. God speaks and deals and speaks to us some things. And I always tell people to break it down. The Bible don't tell you to brush your teeth. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Don't tell you to brush your teeth. Amen. But you know you need to do that. So it's, it's foundation. This is foundation. The word of God is foundation. But there is revelatory words. Amen. You can see that in the book uh, of, uh, of uh, with uh, John on the Isle of Patmos when he said, "I'm going to give you something." He said, "But you can't even write about it." So imagine that. Imagine. I mean, you can't. You can't. You can't share it. So imagine having a revelation but not able to re- to reveal it. But I believe that those those ancient words are 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 going to be released uh, that are outside of what was here because he said you can't write that so that's just there wanted to get that we got to have God's word whether it's coming through the rhema or the logos we need God's word and i can prove it to you and this is why i want cuz i'm i'm breaking this all down to you guys we got to if if we're going to grow if we're going to have the power of the holy ghost amen tradition we got to get rid of it because just cuz you don't understand it doesn't mean it's not god amen just because we don't understand it doesn't mean it's not God. Amen. And that's how come we ended up with people who were the Pharisees and the Sadducees who was chasing down trying to kill Jesus because they didn't understand what he was doing. But that didn't mean it wasn't God. See, we don't we don't want to we don't want to go into that because we we're so used to where we are in our tradition. But to be honest, we look at it, that's the, the people who was of tradition. The people who was of tradition are the ones who ended up coming after him because he did things that were unorthodox. Come on. They you you think the people heard about it? If somebody came right now and spit on some dirt and put on your eye, you'd be telling, I, don't y'all know it's COVID? <laughs> because we don't, we, we we are boxed. Y'all, come on now tonight. Amen. Somebody need to hear this. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I'm going to tell you how powerful it was because when Abraham um, we're, living, we're talking about with that second Abraham here, when you talk about Abraham, Abraham did not have the, the logos. It was the rhema word that told him who he was going to be. You're going to be a father of many nations. You're going to have a son. That was rhema. There wasn't no Bible that told him that. Come on, y'all. we reading about it. The logos is telling us about the rhema. Y'all come on here. Amen. Glory to God. The logos is telling us about the rhema. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So you got to have God's word. Abraham had God's word. You have to have God's word. Anytime through the Bible or in history, God places a word. How about in shape? Okay? Then the second thing is you have to believe God's word. So many of us, we are good at quoting scriptures. We good at reading our Bible. We good at telling everybody else what the Bible says. But we don't believe it. We don't believe God's word. And you see, Abraham had to believe God's word. Because Abraham was told, who he and him, his wife was going to be. When God took them from Abraham and Sarai to Abraham and Sarah, and in that they had to have a belief. God, I don't see it. Hallelujah. But they had to believe God's word. Now here, this God's word, when they had to believe it, because I'm gonna walk you through it. When they had to believe God's word, it was Rhema. And now he's saying, if I speak to you, you gotta believe because we all we we all get up here and say, The Lord spoke, the Lord spoke, the Lord said, the Lord said, the Lord, said the Lord said, God said, I heard, I heard, I heard, I saw. <laughs> Amen. Well, we gotta believe it. If you saw your house, believe it. You saw your car, believe it. You saw your deliverance, believe it. You saw your healing, God. Thank you. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. The third thing is, you uh, and I love this. I've, I've been through this. You cannot consider those things that are contradictory circumstances. You can't. You can't consider them. What does that mean? Abraham, a hundred. Sarah, ninety. That's a contradiction because there's no way you should be birthing out a child. Even Abraham said, yet the deadness, y'all come on to the old yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He said her womb is dead. There's no life come out of it. But God, I got a promise. Hey, Jesus, God, I got a promise. And I believe. God, you said I'm going to have a child. I'm going to call his name Isaac, but I got a child on the way. Now, several you old, I'm old, amen, things ain't ticking no more. Glory to God. But hallelujah, we got a promise. Glory to God. Hallelujah. This is why we cannot allow, glory to God, for the the traditionalism to cripple our belief because we'll lose our power. We'll lose our belief because what it don't look right. I'm going to tell y'all something. Everything ain't witchcraft. Everything is not the devil. Amen. We got to reclaim what God gave us. Hallelujah. Amen. We don't turn it over to the devil. We don't turn it over to this because we don't understand it. And what we don't understand, we judge. And what we judge, we condemn. And after it's condemned, we'll, we'll write it off and say, anybody that does that is not of God. Come on here. But now we got to get to the place of belief. Because if we believe God's word, rhema and logos, God can speak to us and tell us to do some things that sound like it ain't, there's no way you want me to do that. But God said, I use the foolish things. See, we want to quote. We use the fool, but we're not ready for the foolish things of the world. You know why? Because we already been confounded. <laughs> Yes, Lord, Hallelujah. So I use the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. Amen. I tell you, when we were getting ready to go to India, uh, I used to call my mom, tell her we're going there. I know people thought we were crazy because we didn't have no passport, we didn't have no visa, and we didn't have no ticket. I'm telling you the truth. God spoke to us during a fast and a prayer. We, we shut up in them for two days. He said, go to India. I said, India? I said, okay, yes, Lord. And I said, y'all, we got to pray because God said go to India. Now we need to know when. He said, be ready by May 1st. I said, God, what? I don't think it was, what was it, June, July? Uh, what not uh, We were in... Uh, uh oh man uh march April whatever month it was it was it was like uh, how are we gonna do this in 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 thirty days <laughs> so here we are, and we have a word, rhema, we have a word, we have a date, we have all this, but the circumstances. Do not add up. I'm bringing you here, the 21st century. Amen. I'm I bringing you the 21st century. Amen. I, we don't we talk about Abraham. Let me bring it to me personally. I can talk about me. This happened to me. Amen. The circumstances was there's no way that you're going to be able to get your visa and your passport and do all this by May 1st. There's no po- possible way because that's not how it works. You don't know where you stand. You don't know where you're going. <laughs> You don't know who you're going to meet. I said, God, how are we supposed to get there? Who? He said, through Raymond. I said, rain ain't going to help us. <laughs> Amen. Our landlord walked through the door, told him what the Lord spoke. He said, what? I'm a, I've am been a missionary in India for 10 years. We never knew this. He had so many conversations, never knew this. And he said, I'm going to give you some pastors' names for you to call. I remember telling him, I said, the first person, the first pastor that responds back, that's who we're going with. Got a pass, got a message from Pastor Walter Messi. Message of stayed in contact. We prayed. God told us what to do. Amen. We got we got the passport and visas. I think it came all in within three weeks, three days. Not three weeks. Three days. We said, God, what is you doing? <laughs> Hallelujah. Got that together. We still said, Lord, we need a ticket. People call you got the ticket? No. So I think, what in the world? How in the world are you going to go somewhere? You ain't even got a ticket. <laughs> you ain't, what, how are you going to do, do that? But well, we didn't look at it so good. You got to believe God. Y'all wake up. Come on here. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If your faith is shaking tonight, amen, if you're in that place, and I'm, I'm trying, I'm breaking up all them demons tonight. We got to get rid of that traditionalism. We got to get rid of thinking that God can only do something in our box, in our mind in our denomination, in what we were taught, God is not confound to your thinking. You bound because you don't know how to go outside of the tradition. Amen. So when we want to see the revival, the breakthrough, we got to get back to the simple thing, which is belief. A lot of what is happening in the church today is there is no true belief. There's no true belief. This is why I'm going over this. Abraham had to go outside of the circumstances. Y'all come on up in here. He had to go outside of the circumstances. No way I can be a father of many nations. I ain't even had my own child the circumstance, the circumstance of being old, the circumstances of a wife with a wound that can't bear. Come on. And imagine everybody around them probably thinking, these people is nuts. Pharaoh, you old. Abraham, you old. And you going to have a what? And you going to be a who? You sure God, uh, uh, God spoke to you? Noah, you sure God spoke to you? Keep building, the rain coming. Keep building, the rain's coming. Keep building, the rain's coming. Everybody looking. This man is nuts. Hallelujah. So we come and we fast forward in this time, and sometimes the things that God tell you to do, it looks crazy. But you, you have to have a belief and defy the odds of the circumstances if you really believe that you are not of this world, why do you allow it to dictate the level of your faith? If you really believe that he's a God of the universe, why are you limited to just your city? If you really believe that he owns a cattle on a thousand hills, why do you not allow him to show you to possess the land where you live? If you really believe. Come on, if we really, really, really believe what we say that we believe, he's a man that he should not lie, neither is he the son of man that he has to repent. If God said it, he's going to hold true to his word. But do we believe? So, no, it's not always God's will. He didn't allow for that to happen. God's will. No, 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 my brother and my sister. Sometimes you just don't have the faith. Amen. Sometimes you just don't have it. And you need to ask God to forgive you for your unbelief. That's, That's scripture. Lord, forgive me for my unbelief. Because sometimes we are in disbelief and in unbelief because we don't understand how can this happen. I've had it happen throughout my life. How can you have that and you ain't got no job? I'm going to walk it to y'all tonight. <laughs> Hallelujah. How do you get that? Oh, yeah, They're begging. They're they doing this. Come on. Shut up. God's got a way. Hallelujah, that he wants us to walk in, and we got to believe. Because the enemy comes in to steal, kill, and destroy, and distract us. So if we believe, amen, I know it's tight, amen, it's coming to me too. Hallelujah. But if we really believe, then we got to act like we the believers that we say we are. We can't have no half belief. This got to be a whole word, a whole belief and sometimes you do need to yell out and say shut up shut up devil shut up amen because we get all that we get all these voices our own reason our friends and family tell us what we should and should not do amen the devil speaking the, the, the imp speaking then our own self is speaking try to we'll talk our own self out of a blessing Amen, because we don't think we deserve it or we don't know how it's going to come or we see the bills piling up, but we don't know, like, God, for what, for where, how? How, God? Hey, Jesus, how? But he's the same God yesterday, today, and what? Forever. Hey, hey, yes, Lord. He's our battle axe. He's our way over, our way through. But we have to believe. Amen. Let me get out of got Amen. I didn't finish the point. <laughs> Hallelujah. The last thing you got to do, and I ain't even finished. I got so many other points. I ain't going to take y'all tonight. Amen. We're going to stop there. Uh, the last point is praise God for it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Abraham thanked God in advance. He was promised, but he thanked God before the promise was manifested. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for the promise. I thank you for your word. It may not have manifested, but God, you said it, and it's coming. It's on the way. Amen. Some of our breakthrough is already here in this atmosphere. Amen. In this (laughs) heaven. Hallelujah. It's in the atmosphere, and we need to pull it down. Amen. We, we, we want stuff handed to us so easy. Sometimes we just need to go into prayer, amen, and pull that thing down to us. Amen. Sometimes we need to just say, Lord, I receive. Some of us I do not know how to receive from the Lord. Because we we're, we're waiting for a, a we're waiting for an instruction. He gave you instruction. Amen. He gave you. He told you if you believe and whatever soever you say. Amen, and you've got that in your heart, you're going to have it. That's his instruction. That's his word. He said have faith in God. You translate that and you go and do your studies, it says have God's kind of faith. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. we got to believe. we got to have that level of faith. And sometimes we need to say, Lord, I receive. I receive everything you have for me. I receive what you have for me. I thank you and praise you for what you have given for me, and I receive it. I receive my blessings for today. Amen. Because every day comes with different blessings. See, sometimes you need to wake up and say, God, I thank you for my blessings today. <laughs> I thank you for whatever blessings you're going to bless me with today. I pull it down. I receive it. And I thank you in advance for what you're going to do for me today. I'm claiming that for the day. The day ain't over yet. Amen. The clock ain't here midnight. Amen, so I'm receiving it for me today. Whatever else, God, you got for me, thank you. Hey, glory to God. Amen. So I'm going to leave it, pause it, let it go. Hallelujah. Love you all in Jesus' name. Is there anybody that wants to come forward? The line is open.
1: Yes, amen, amen. I believe, I believe, I believe God for the blessings and the promises. You know, I'm still waiting on those promises, but you know what? I, I know it's going to come to pass, so I just thank God. I thank God for that word. It really inspired me. It really inspired me, and it just lift, it, it was just uplifting to know that God is able and he would do exceedingly and above all we ever asked or think. So I am thanking God in advance for the promises and stuff because I am waiting. Um, on the promises of God. I am waiting for so many things that God has promised me, and it's been spoken over my life. It's been spoken over my children and grandchildren, and I'm just trusting and believing God for the manifest. Amen. And thank you so much for that word. It was so awesome. Praise God.
0: Amen. God bless one of God. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Amen. I'm like I said, there's a lot, Hallelujah, that we gotta we, Amen. We feel like we're in a waiting. Amen. Glory to God. But it's coming. I'm I'm telling you and, and I and I'm glad you said that, Woman God, because so often we get into the place, Amen, where it becomes cliche because again that goes back to, to the church age of how a lot of us grew up and you know, while we wait, we're we'll waiting, we're we'll waiting, Amen. But a lot of times Glory to God, I'm telling you, is there, and he will not lie. So I'm telling you, if it is God, and if it is what he says, it's going to come. Amen. Hallelujah. He's not going to leave us. That's why my favorite song is Gyra. Amen. If he dresses the lilies with beauty and splendor, how much more will he clothe you? If he watches over every sparrow, how much more will he love you? Amen. Think about that. If he does all of these things, how much more, amen, will he do for you? Amen. Is there anyone else?
1: And also, too, um, also, too, um, I just got to – I received a text – one of my coworkers fell, and they said she's going to be out till Wednesday. So if you can just pray for her, her name is Miss Stice. She's an assistant teacher and stuff. And they said um, uh, her head teacher uh, was the one that texted us and said um, that she had failed. So it was a pretty bad fall. Amen.
0: Amen. And that's and it's Miss.
1: Her name is Miss Stice.
0: Stice or Stice?
1: Stice, S-T-I-E-S-S.
0: Okay, Stice. Okay, thank you. Uh, Father, we just thank you right now. We lift up the Stice to you, Father. We thank you. Glory to God that you will touch her body from the crown of her head to the very soles of her feet. We praise you in advance that your word says, according to 1 Peter 2 and 24, that by your stripes we are healed. So, Father, we thank you right now for that healing. We ask that you touch every joint. We ask that you touch every ligament, every tendon. And, God, that you be the one that supplies all of the strength that she needs in her body. And, Father, we thank you that it is so, it is done, and we will hear of the praise report after this. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. God, is there anyone else? Amen. Well, I uh, love you all and praying for you. Amen.
1: And also, just uh, one more prayer request. Also, pray for my grandson, Caleb. He's, he's going through a lot right now with, you know, with teenagers that are 13 and stuff. He's got a lot of emotionals. He got a lot of emotions, mixed emotions and stuff. And, um, you know, just pray for his peace of mind. Amen.
0: Amen. Father, we thank you for Caleb. We lift him up to you. Father, we do know that there's a lot going on with the teenagers. Amen. And we just ask that you just minister to their souls. God, just speak and just just send send people that can come in to be a salt and light and come in and just that can... Speak words of wisdom and knowledge to them, oh, God. And and whatever it is that's out there in the atmosphere, God, that is bringing distractions to our youth of today, Father, we just pray that you would just break that up, amen, and bring encouragement, bring empowerment, bring uh, bring, uh, forth uh, greatness in them, God, and let them know who they are in you. So, Father, we just thank you for Caleb. And, God, we just lift him up continually to you and ask, God, that you cover him. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Um, Amen. Well, I thank God. I pray that everyone has a wonderful weekend. Amen. And uh, continue. Amen to Uh, keep us lifted up in prayer, amen. If you're in the area and y'all want to come by to the birthday celebration for me tomorrow, amen, that will be, that's what Overseer Davis got, amen. The birthday celebration is tomorrow. That's what I'm celebrating because my birthday falls on a Monday. Uh, So tomorrow is the celebration, amen. So God bless you all, love you all. We pray that you have an awesome, wonderful night and weekend, and um, shalom.